You're listening to Self-Confidence Unboxed with Angela Powell, episode 25. And we're talking about what story are you telling yourself? Let's dig in. Welcome to Self-Confidence Unboxed, owning your truth. I'm here to demystify self-confidence, break through the BS and hacks, and get to the heart of what is holding you back. By owning and living your truth, you show up more confident, self-assured, empowered in your relationships, work, and life. But what if you can play bigger in your life, make an impact rather than just sitting on the sidelines to get out of your own head and into your life? I'm your host, Angela Powell. Let's get started. Well, hello there and welcome back. How are you guys doing? I am fabulous. Oh my goodness. I was coaching a few of my clients this week and I wanted to be able to share with you this topic. And I think it is so important. What is the story that you're telling yourself? Well, what are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself you're a procrastinator, perfectionist? You're not tech savvy. You're old or weak. You're not a painter. You can't do this. And you're only good at that. And you're not really good at that. And I'll always be alone. And I'm a people pleaser. And I definitely don't like or just cannot handle confrontation. None of that is true. There. I said it. I said it. None of it's true. Those are just thoughts. Thoughts can show up as beliefs and manuals and rules and stories. These are just things that we started to believe and we just started to follow. And we allow that to define us. If what we think about ourselves is how we define ourselves and the world, then we can change our thinking. We can redefine who we are and how we decide to show up in the world. But first, let's find out a little bit about our origin story, where our story originated. Well, honestly, it comes first from our guardians or our parents. And for this podcast, I'm going to refer to guardians just because not everybody has had a mom or dad that's been in their life. So your guardian, they tell the story of you. They tell it to you and who they see as you and their hopes and their fears for you and your life. It's not only from what they say, but it's also what they do and don't do to you or things that you observe. These things teach you a lot. It is their fears that become projected onto you in your life. So, for example, if your mom's afraid of spiders, over oversimplified, I understand, but if your mom is afraid of spiders and she freaks out, then you learn to be afraid of spiders. And you see how their fears and their beliefs become yours? My mom, she's somewhat insecure and she's kind of awkward socially, so am I. And my dad, he was secretly insecure and they both dealt with depression and I never knew it. And as I did the work on myself, I found out these stories and beliefs that were creeping up and I wondered why I struggled, I struggled socially. 
I um, wondered why I still felt like there was so much missing and I had depression. My parents were great parents. They would tell me all these great things. But looking back, I realized that in between these encouraging words, their behaviors showed a different story and a different person. And so then I internalized that and it became mine. So those stories become yours and it becomes ingrained in a part of you and you live and act in ways sometimes that you're not even sure where it came from or even why those beliefs and rules and stories that is what has been holding you back but those are not who you are these stories tell more about the storyteller and their internal hurts and fears than the actual external behavior. So if you act badly, it comes from thoughts and feelings from within. And to say it another way, our stories are more of an indication of what we believe about ourselves. So then we project it onto the people and places and the world around us. This is a great example of judgment, and we're going to be talking about that in next week's podcast. This is also a great example of having a bully. Well, I was bullied in school, and this person would just rip me a new one every day, cut me down to the bone every day for two years. And I found out later after all of this that That person was coming from a broken home that had a lot of drama, a lot of things that they were struggling with at home and they were hurt and fearful. And so they ended up projecting it on me and it would make them feel better for just a moment because they were powerless at home. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm not saying that it's all right, but coming forward and understanding when you look back and go, oh, okay. So the voice that tells you that you're a procrastinator and you're a perfectionist, you're not a painter, or you're not good at something or that you shouldn't do something, that voice inside your head, that voice isn't you. Don't you want to know what has been holding you back your whole life? To be able to examine that, that is what we end up doing in Confidently You. We avoid the unknown and the uncomfortable out of fear of failure or even making a mistake or feeling silly or looking stupid. We project our inner fears and our views of ourselves out into the world. And then we react and do things that we perceive it to be reflected back on us. For example, so we tell ourselves the story that we're unlovable or we're not even worthy. And when we show up in a way that because we are viewing ourselves, um, we are viewing the behaviors of others and of the world as clear evidence of that, that we are unlovable, that we are not worthy. And we unconsciously push people away and block love. We are blinded by the caring and kindness of others, and we create stories and reasons that aren't even true as to what and why their kindness and their love is being what it means and what it doesn't mean. Same thing as if you're expecting a fight. 
right? And you're ready and you're defensive, your posture's up, you, your tone is, is kind of snarky, and even the words you use are short-cutting. But when they end up talking to you, you interpret that as being offensive and attacking. And it's hard for you to even believe or perceive that they are saying anything that is kind or calm. And it would be interpreted as snarky and disingenuous. Now, we talked about the stories that play out in our heads in perceptions and judgment. Now, let's talk about getting shit done or stop doing the damn thing, right? <laughs> well, not. I'm not going to say anything new here. What we think that we can do, we do it. But when we think we can't, most of the time we avoid it. We make excuses. We tell ourselves that we aren't good at it. It's not going to be perfect. So why try or any iteration of that? And we think that something's wrong with us, but nothing's wrong here. So when our brains say that we can't do, we must do it anyway. That's going to silence the voice. Vincent van Gogh says, if you hear the voice within, you say that you cannot paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. So every year I chose a word to focus on for the upcoming year. And this word comes from reflecting on my life until now and then seeing what I want to grow and explore and challenge myself in. So one year, I saw that I had a lot of little regrets and things that I wish that I did or that I hoped would have happened. And I figured out the common thread throughout all of those. It was fear. I was afraid. I was afraid that I would, that if I did show up an inkling of myself, that people wouldn't like me or they wouldn't love me. I was afraid that I would look stupid or make mistakes and in all the things in every aspect of my life, great and small, that would show up. I lived in constant tightness and heaviness in my chest, this vibration that constantly was with me, afraid that I would be found out, that they would figure out that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't funny enough. I wasn't smart enough. And I wasn't sexy enough, just to name a few. Now, these not enough it's, came from very specific instances throughout the my life that I interpreted that somehow was, I was at fault. So I took it personally. I didn't know about the power of possibility, which is a tool that I teach my clients now. I later experienced those ins new instances that would show me the opposite is true about me, that I am pretty enough, that I am funny enough, that I am smart enough, and that I am sexy enough. And I even exceeded the enoughness. Back to the word of the year, though, even though I had only experienced a couple of those things that showed me that I was enough in a couple of those areas, I wanted to challenge myself. That gave me an inkling that maybe it could be possible for other things, too. So since I saw the fear was the common thread and that each time that I felt the fear, I decided that I would step up and I would do the damn thing. I did karaoke. I gave a guy my number. By the way, I was single at the time and no, he didn't call me back, but it didn't matter. I did it anyway. 
And that is what mattered. I felt confidence because I put myself out there. I ziplined. I'm scared of heights. I told this guy that, and I broke it off with him because he wasn't showing up in the relationship that I felt was important for me. And it was sweet and there was no drama and it was very kind. And um, foreshadowing, he's now my husband. But uh, anyway, that set precedence for me that I could do things for me. And with each time that I did the damn thing and I stood up for myself and I voiced my opinion and I voiced what was important to me, I quieted the voice inside that said that I couldn't and that I was not enough. And I grew in confidence. And this is the work that I do with my clients. So I challenge you. What are you doing today for you? How are you going to quiet that voice? What is your voice ended up telling you? Let me give you a little secret I've told my clients is that you've always had what you need inside you. You've always been enough. It's been put on a back shelf. It has dust on it because that voice was big and it would distract you from finding that. But you can dust it off and you can open up that box and you can let your enoughness shine. You have this beautiful power within you and you can end up doing that, but you're only going to be able to try. It's like a deer that has just been born. You know, they're a little weak and they're getting up and they're wobbly. You're going to be wobbly in this because you believed these voices for so long that you're not enough or that you're a a procrastinator, or you believed all these thoughts and you believe this story for so long that it's going to take little steps for you to be able to stand up for yourself, to do the opposite and live in the power of possibility. I talked about that last week and I'm going to refer to it again this week. It's the power of possibility. What is possible whenever you say that you're a procrastinator? Is it possible that you're not a procrastinator and that you can get things done? Then after you live in that possibility for a moment and you imagine that, then you're going to end up taking steps to be able to end up setting yourself up to not procrastinate. Even if you don't want to remind yourself that you're going to have to remind yourself again and again and again and step up for yourself again and again and again. And each time you're going to get stronger, you're going to grow in confidence and you're going to end up doing the damn thing. Thanks so much for joining me. I am so happy that you're here with me. I know that this work is so important that I can help you be able to quiet the voices, help you uncover the confidence within you and let you be able to choose a new thought, help guide you to be able to do that. I give you the framework to be able to examine that and move forward and grow in confidence and be able to live the life that you want. I want you to go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash get started and I want to be able to see you in there. I want to be able to talk to you. I know that we can end up being able to quiet those voices and being able to help you be able to live the life that you want. 
be bold, live your true self. All right, guys, thanks so much. And y'all have a great day. And you have been listening to Self-Confidence Unboxed with Angela Powell. Thank you so much for joining us. We would love to be able to hear back from you. This is a great way for us to be able to connect with you, even on a different level. Please do leave us questions or comments of how this has impacted your life. Go to AngelaPowellCoaching.com forward slash contact, or you can reach us out on the socials at Angela Powell Coaching. Thank you so much. And y'all have a great day.